2: Well, hello, my fellow GDP Yoga Warriors. It is Wednesday night right here where I currently reside. It is 9 p.m. Eastern Time here in Raleigh, North Carolina at the 274 store floor of the DDP Radio Megaplex in beautiful uh, Raleigh, North Carolina. And on top of the DDP Radio Megaplex, we have an antenna that goes all the way to space, and space is the place that it launches down from through the canadian mountains over the ontario lakes and uh blast into the home of crystal stewart where she joins us live <laughs> uh, and i hear that it's only it's it's already reached the teens in uh outside of ontario canada so uh summer is fully underway how are you crystal
0: <laughs> um i'm okay we're still cold <laughs> But yeah, we're okay. <laughs> nice to see you. See, man,
2: my my whole life, I've been really, I've been a really good hype man. Like I'm really good at hyping stuff up. But the problem is, as a person, I rarely have anything to deliver after the fact. So I hype myself up to this point <laughs> that I can no longer even come close to matching. So <laughs> I do this huge intro, and I'm like, yeah, hi, it's me now. <laughs> so uh, yeah, I'm, just a constant I'm good. disappointment. <laughs> No, no, Uh, No, you're um, not No, we're going to have a lot of fun tonight Um, It's a beautiful night down here uh, In uh, Raleigh, North Carolina And uh, the thing about GDP Radio And the reason why this is so cool Is we can blast this thing all over the world We get... um, uh, uh little feedbacks of, of who listens and where they listen from and, you know, we've got more dense populations, you know, listeners some places and we just, it's so fun wa- watching these random, like, dots in the middle of some place you never ever thought would download our podcast and, uh, yep. and you're wondering like, don't they have, a, it's, it's crazy to see and, uh, once again, I'm here on the East Coast here in Canada and, uh, we're touching base with our Warrior of the Week um, I believe, is it Arizona?
1: Is that where uh, Gary's in? Uh, uh, I'm in California, uh, Riverside, California. 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 Crystal, you let me down. <laughs>
0: I'm sorry. But,
2: uh, <laughs> uh, My um, fault. We'll, we'll bring him on there now because he, cause he had to give his own intro because uh, Crystal is uh, the fountain of misinformation. <laughs> right? I'm just kidding. No, <laughs> no. Uh, but we're going to bring him on right now. We're, I'm really excited to have him on here and tell his story. Um, uh, I got a little bit of a, the, uh, a short description and bio of all the things this guy has done. And man, we were talking about our, our war stories and who's got more banged up and who's more injured and who's team, you know, over team more. And, uh, I think Gary's got us all beat. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, but man, you were pretty banged up and you've come a long, long way. And you've got a hell of a story to tell us. So, uh, Welcome to the show, Gary the Gardner. Okay, no. now, well, Gary, thank you very Gary Gardner, much. Gary how are you, man?
1: I'm doing great. I'm fantastic right now. I mean, yeah, I mean, you know, you don't want to win the the award for who's the most beat up. That's just not something you want to True. win. <laughs> True. <laughs> but, uh, you know, how far back no. do I need to go with this? Uh, you, you know, you only have an hour, right? <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and we'll I'll, know, I'll try to back... We, we, So
2: when we get into it, we kind of like there's a start from the beginning, the kind of like the DVP uh, uh, origin story. And uh, I don't even know if you have all this time to go through your your uh, your roster of, of injuries and health problems, but let's just let's say you were uh, pretty banged up um, when you first came to us and, and started, uh, you know, making some changes in your life. Why don't you tell us what was the catalyst for you to start really start making a change? Because it looks like you know if you didn't, you probably weren't gonna have a whole whole lot of time left with us.
1: Well, I'll I'll try to be brief with it, but, uh, you know, because, yeah, my story goes back a while, and, uh, you know, uh, we'll just go through and hit the highlights on it. You know, I, I worked in automotive for most of my life, and I've, I've been a big guy the whole time. I mean, I, you know, I was, you know, even since I was in high school, I'm, you know, 6'3", 6'4", and about 270. And, uh, you know, when I was 20, I developed uh, an uh, autoimmune disorder called psoriasis. It's a skin disorder that, you know, if you want to ne- learn more, look it up. <laughs> but, uh, you yeah, know, and then that just continually get worse. And then uh, in about 2006, I was involved in a drug trial uh, for, what uh, at the time it was a series of numbers, and it eventually it you know, became the the drug that's out there called Stellara. And they use it for psoriasis yeah. as well as uh for uh, Crohn's disease, but um, after the third injection, I um, mean, I was telling him every step of the way, it's like, hey, I'm starting to tingle, I'm, you know, I'm you know, losing sleep, and, they, and they're like dutifully noting stuff down, but not, you know, like it was no big deal to them. And the day after my third injection, I collapsed, um, and Ugh. you know, my ex-wife, or you know, uh, it was, came out. I was, I just parked my truck, and, and you know, I'd been doing some, you know, remodeling of the house and whatnot. And uh, she came out and she goes, you're turning purple. And about that time I hit the ground and off to the emergency room we go. And when I got there, my blood pressure was about 260 over 185 or something like that. And if you want to watch Dr. Scramble, that'll do it. And so they proceeded to run. Yeah, they ran every test you can think of. And what they got through with is they said, we can't find anything wrong with you. (laughs) But uh, and then I was. At that point, it was off to uh, – I w- was living in Utah at the time. and went to University of Utah uh, Med Center, and I ended up having an MRI done in my head. And this is the part where it gets a little fuzzy for me because I was really out of it at the time. I was a lump in a wheelchair. And um, I do remember them saying something about the uh, erosion of the myelin sheet uh, around the uh, nerves. Basically, it, 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 it's like a man-made version MS. of MS where you have yep. – uh, it's like having the insulation stripped off your wiring. Uh, and then the wires touch, and so it's kind of like having a house fire and fixing the fire you know fixing the damage with duct tape. Uh, and of course, they told me it's only temporary. That's twelve years ago, and I still have problems with that are related to it. Some of it's gotten better. but uh, and then over time, you know I developed back issues, and uh, you know at this point, I have uh, scoliosis, I have stenosis, and I had sciatica, and I say had because it's gone now. But, um, and uh, I also was on some other meds for uh, psoriasis, one of them, you know, being Embril, That caused me to gain an extra 100 pounds. Uh, my At my heaviest that I remember seeing on a scale was 407. Uh, you know, as of this morning, I'm 265. <laughs> so Way to go. Down 140. Wow. Yeah. Uh, That's sure awesome. You see my before and after picture. They're They're, you know, hugely different.
2: And Yeah, uh, exactly. And you look like you look like a, you look younger too. Like incredibly a lot younger. It's, it's it's an amazing transformation. If you guys get a chance, head over to uh
1: the D D P Yoga success stories website and you'll find Gary's before and after picture there. It's it's pretty remarkable. It it's also look under they have uh you know, the regular. there's two different categories in the stories. Mine's under uh uh recovery and you know, kind of a stuff where you know, for it wasn't just weight loss. Uh, I had lost some of the weight before uh, getting to DDPY. And where I really started was a a little over a year ago, I had a kidney stone that before I could get in and see my doctor uh, went septic, and I ended up in the emergency room for a week. And my brother tells me there were two or three days there that were pretty sketchy, and he was making phone calls to my kids and letting them know, hey, your dad's not doing well. And so, you know, that had to have been a fun phone call. And you know from there, I went to a uh, uh after a week, you know, you know I was hurting because the, they pumped me full of all kinds of fluid, and because of my psoriasis, they didn't know what to do with it and being an autoimmune thing uh you, when you' right. when you're under stress, it gets worse. so I came yep. out of uh, a coma to where you know when I went in the coma, it wasn't too bad. when I came out of the coma, it was horrible. <laughs> And then uh, I wasn't in any shape to be able to go back to the house at that point, so I went to a rehab uh, facility uh for three weeks and when I checked into the rehab uh, you know, hospital you know, i they weighed me in at three hundred and eighty pounds and um, two weeks later, after feeding me a you know, very restrictive diet and whatnot i had dropped I dropped fifty pounds in two weeks uh, most of it was water it was water uh, when I went into the hospital, I weighed about three fifty. So they, they put a lot of water on me while I was there. But uh, they were getting me up to move and whatnot. And the first day or two, I could barely take one or two steps away from the bed with a walker and then sit back down, and I was wiped out for the day. And over the next, uh, you know, over a course of three weeks, they had me up and moving with a walker and doing stuff with the uh, physical therapist. And I ended up where I could walk around the hospital, and then uh, toward the end I was out, you know, walking through the parking lot with the walker, and I was able to walk further than I had in a couple of years, uh, which was a shock because with all of the uh, things I've had, uh, it just kept getting worse. And, there were, you know, there was no bounce back. Every time I got knocked down, you know, there was no bounce back and recovery afterwards. And with this, I started to have some recovery. And when I got out, you know, I got back to the house, and I was still very weak. I mean, I, for pretty much for two years I had been, you know, stuck in a recliner, uh, basically furniture. The only time I would get up was when I had to hit the restroom or I'd go to get in the kitchen, but I, I could stand for about two minutes. And if I would, you know, to walk, I could walk out to my mailbox and back, but i have been excruciating pain doing it. And then uh, when I got home from the hospital, you know, I had four visits with a uh, an in-home therapist, which in my book, it was pretty darn well useless. Well, somewhere during this time, I remembered seeing, uh, the Arthur video. And the first time I saw it, it was like, this looks good, except for I can't stand that long. I mean, it looks like a good program, but I don't know how I'm going to do it. So when I got out of the hospital, I looked into it again and I, you know, lo and behold they've come out with the rebuild program where you can start off in bed and I'm going, hallelujah. They, this program's for me. And, uh, uh, I saw that they had a, uh, the, the free trial. I skipped right past that and signed right up and you know, uh, watched a bunch of videos that night. And then the next morning, I started with BedFlex 1. And for anyone who's done it, you know, they know that you know, one of the first things you do is you uh, go up into a bridge. Well, bridge is not the most difficult and challenging uh, exercise out there. And the first time I did it, uh, I think I got my rear end off the ground about an inch. Uh, and at that point, I just remember thinking in my head, it's like, oh, boy, I got work to do. And uh, there's, you know, different things I've done on the uh, DDPY Facebook group, you know, where I've made comments where, you know, make a comment and then say, it's like, see, yeah, I got work to do. And I'm, make, it's kind of a nod back to that moment. But I, you know, went through the BedFlex series and then to the chair series, and, uh when I got to the end of it uh, chair force five they started introducing uh ch- you know chair lunges, and I couldn't do those things to save my life i I didn't have the balance and I couldn't stay engaged it was just wasn't working so I went ahead and you know said well, I'm going to skip past it and go to you know straight to stand strong one and you know in with the rebuild series they you know have you use a chair well when I first started, I had to use two. <laughs> Because one chair was not going to keep me standing. I had to have two you know, to keep my balance, and uh, and I had, you know, was still very weak. And so I started going to the gym so that I could work on leg strength and whatnot, without having the balance issues creating a problem, which is a double-edged sword because the balance issues help you get stronger as well. So you got to actually try and do both. But uh, You know, over the course of, uh, you know, know, I went 13 weeks in the uh, bed flex, and then I did 13 weeks in in chair force. And I remember in chair force, you know, when you get into uh, chair three, you do, you know, they they introduce uh, squats. And in chair four, you're doing, I think you do eight, then ten, then five. And, you know, when I first started doing those, it was a struggle. But by the end of it, I was doubling up on almost all of them. And uh, throughout the whole thing, I've been doing uh, BedFlex 3, which is just a lot of stretching. You do uh, what they call can opener, which is like a figure four, uh, and where you're stretching. And at this point, uh, I've been doing that for about a year. I can go into a uh, a figure four crunch, and I can almost touch my uh, foot to my forehead when I do that. So flexibility has increased huge. Uh, after awesome. three weeks, yeah. Butt in, if you want to stop me, otherwise I'll just keep going. But uh, you know, if, in uh, chair force three, uh, not chair force, but uh, bedflex. Uh, after three weeks uh, doing the um, uh, what they call can opener or figure four move, uh, I felt you know if you could feel you know with, you know the, the tension on it was, and all of a sudden it released a little bit, and from that day forward I haven't had sciatica, and I had sciatica for about eight years. So when it released I mean it was like hallelujah. I uh, you know, can't even tell you how happy I was. And then uh you know, went through you know, through Sandstrong. I just I finished Sandstrong 5 weeks ago. And uh now wow. I I mostly do a uh a custom uh program because I do a lot of other things besides uh just I do DDPY on a, uh, on a regular basis, but I also throw in uh trips to the gym, I'll swim, I'll ride my bike. Uh, and currently I am five weeks out of my wheelchair. Uh, I can walk, a, on a good day I can walk a mile and a half. And the crazy thing is, I mean, if I showed you my uh, x-rays, uh, my L3, 4, and 5 uh, is where the, uh, I have scoliosis. And those two uh, discs are pretty much gone. And the L3, 4, and 5 are bone-on-bone. And uh, the first time they showed me my X-ray, I looked at it and thought, "Oh my gosh, that ought to hurt worse than it does," and it hurt bad. And you know, but over the course of time, you know, strengthening my core, uh, I have at this point in time, I am very proud to say that I am pain-free. Uh, you know, Yay. you know, I, I, like you said, I can walk up to a mile and a half, and it, it's my back isn't what gets me. What gets me is my hips because I, you know, from because I've been in a wheelchair and in a recliner so long, yeah. my hips are really tight. But other, you know, you know, if my neighbors have gotten used to seeing me doing diamond cutters, pulled forward, and all kinds of stretches while I walk. <laughs> <laughs> That's, That's awesome! incredible. And well, you know, it, it, when you I, know, I
2: was just thinking on that. The, the you know, Paige always always will say that you know, anyone can do it. It's for everyone. It's for the extreme level athlete. Here's, i mean your first goal is to be able to stand up out of your wheelchair for more than two minutes and then the same program that you do is being done by people that, like you know top class football players and wrestlers like everyone's goals is different but it's it's almost it's it just it really hit how remarkable what the spectrum is you know people who doing who are doing this and you know you started out so so immobile and, and unable at the time and and you know, you hit that first goal of, 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 you know, getting up out of the chair and then, then, you know, the next step, the next step, and the progression keeps going on. But it, it was just remarkable to me the vast, uh, you know, ability between people who do this program. And when he says everyone can do this, you know, it's not, oh, it's wow. not a load of
1: BS. It's, it's, it's legit. Yeah, it's not a load of BS. I'm here to tell you that if I can do this, anyone can do it because, you know, it's hard to start off at a lower spot than I was at. Yeah, this program is fantastic. I, you know, uh, I, I've, you know, I have my, you know, the, I have several shirts with DDPY on it, and you know, I've been going to the same grocery store for you know a number of years. And when I first started, there was a couple of people there I mentioned that you know that I was going to be losing weight and I was you know using DDPY, and of course they're like, oh that's great, you know, you you go. And, you know, here we are huh. a year, not, it's, it's been uh, July uh, 16th is when I started. So I'm not even, you know, close to my one-year mark yet. And I go into the grocery store now, I'm 140 pounds less than when they first saw me. I'm out of my wheelchair and walking through the store. Uh, you know, the first time I walked into the store and I didn't have a wheelchair or any kind of assistive device, uh, you know, there was uh, probably, well, there was more than half a dozen of the employees that were just, you know, beyond excited. They were just geeked out seeing me in there. Every time I still go in there, they're like, holy cow, I can't believe how good you're doing, which is crazy. My my doctor is is hilarious because he's just beyond geeked out about uh, about my progress. Uh, I had a rheumatologist but the last time I saw him, you know, they're going through and one of their main things is like, so how are your pain levels? And I'm going, honestly, minimal. And you know, they were going through and it's like, you know, at this point uh, you don't really have a reason to come back. Huh? call us when you need us. <laughs> and wow, you know, Wow um, Yeah, you, know, you know
2: I'm sure a lot of those doctors get, you know, the, the, the patients and that they're advising, you gotta get healthy, you gotta lose weight, you gotta you know, work on this, work on that and it's it's one of those I'm sure as, as a doctor when patients come back to back to back it's frustrating to see if there's no changes and stuff, but when someone like you comes in and they've taken their health and their and their future and their, their well-being into their own hands and taken it seriously and proven that you can actually do yep. this, um, it's going to be good for like people like that to see people putting in the effort because there's a lot of people who are in situations that are beyond their control, but there are things you can do in that situation that is in your control to make things even
1: minutely better. There's little things you can do every day.
2: To make
1: your life absolutely. Those the main thing ad-op. is absolutely. And the main thing is keep moving. Just keep moving. Mm-hmm. You know, I had, uh, yeah, it, it, it's crazy. So, you know, I mean, when I first started, everyone's like, you know, what are your goals? Well, my big out there pipe dream was to get out of my chair, wheelchair and walk well i've already done that. I thought I had, I, I thought that was a goal that might have been you know if it took me two years i would it wouldn't have surprised me I mean it was a goal that I was going to work toward, but I had no idea I would hit it in nine months yeah, yeah it's been crazy and you you to amazing because to you you know where
2: where you've been and where you could end up again if like you let things spiral out of control so like you've been to the to the to the rock bottom, you've walked rock bottom. You know what I mean. And physically, um, and when you've walked rock bottom, once you pulled yourself out of that, you know, the view from the top, you can look down and you can say, "I don't want to go down there again."
1: Oh no, you know, there's times where on the uh, the Facebook groups, you know, you'll see people <laughs> who are struggling with motivation. Like, what do you do to hit the mat? You know, what keeps you going? And I, heck, I can look at a recliner, look at my wheelchair, and go, "No, I've been in those plenty." Uh, I don't want to go back. Uh, I have to do this. I have to do it all the time because if I quit, you know, I will end up back in the wheelchair and, and, you know, basically bedridden again. And I'm going to put that off as long as humanly possible. But, uh, you know, and like I say, I've had people go, how do you stay motivated? And, you know, when I started, I believe it was on July 16th. Uh, I'd have to look the exact date because I don't count the days. But uh, you know when i you know when I first ordered it, uh you know that's when I made the decision to do this. I don't make the decision every day. I made it once, and i'm not I haven't changed my mind yet, <laughs> so I, you know I, even on the days when I don't want to do it, you know you just push play and you get started, and once you get going, you keep going. Uh, some of my best workouts have come on days when I did not want to work out, yep. Uh, yep. I've had now exactly some of the things that I've done. You know, I would I recommend others do what I'm doing? Heck, no. You know, find what works for you. Uh, when I would go to the gym, I you know trying to get my legs stronger. I I've had a number of times, and I posted these in the group. But I've had times where you know I do a leg day, and you know you go through and look at it, and you go I I posted it, and someone looking at it going two to two and a half hours. Fifteen hundred to nineteen hundred calories. I'm going, yeah. <laughs> and they're like, "How did you do that?" And it's well, you don't start there. <laughs> you have to build up to that. And right? I, I don't work that hard anymore. I've I've cut way back. I do, you know. At this point, you know, I listened to uh, Jared Leland. He had done a, um, on he's been on yep. groups and he made a comment that you know all you really have to do is one hour, five days a week. And just give it your all while you're doing it. And so I, you know, I looked at that and said, okay, I'm going to give that a shot. And I had plateaued it, my, my weight had plateaued close to 300 pounds. And, you know, I, so I basically, you know, they made minimal changes to diet um, or food plan, whoever you feel know, for those who don't like the word. Uh, and I mean it was minimal. And then, uh, but I cut my wor- workouts to doing uh, an hour of DVPY. And since then, I've actually started adding, you know, bike rides and things back into it. But, you know, it's, as soon as I did that, I was working out way less, and I dropped 11 half pounds over the next week and a half. So I'm going, okay, there you go. uh, message delivered. And since then, like, like I said, I'm not working out, uh, you know, I'm not trying to kill myself for two to two and a half hours, uh, five days a week. And, you know, I'm down to 265 now. And, you know, my goal is, you uh, know, I would like to get down in the neighborhood of about 235. Uh, I say I'm 6'4". My doctor informs me that I'm 6'2". But, uh, you know, that's because of the, the scoliosis. At one time, I was a legit 6'4". <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's but, yeah, really incredible. The, career transformation. Well, and, and because of the, you know, the neurological damage that was caused by that drug trial I was on, Certain uh, and also atrophy from being in the chair and the wheelchair for so long. There are some exercises that you know are more challenging than others. And uh, when it comes to anything where it's presses and you know uh, and push-ups, and things like that, I'm still nowhere near as strong as I need to be. Uh, and when I do like the leg press, uh, a max on a leg press for me is about 235. And that's even you know I, mean, I weighed weight that's not that's way over you know, not even close to body weight, and but I could do machines like the abductor and adductor machines. That, the 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 machine will go to 260, and I can do those for reps. <laughs> and the, the other one that is you know was surprising, is the uh, back extension machine. And for those who don't know what that is, it's kind of like doing a reverse sit up. You're in a crunch position and you're just you're you're you know sitting up and straightening out. And it works your back and your glutes and your hamstrings and whatnot. And the first time I did that, I'm going, okay, my back is really messed up. So I'll take it easy on it. And I did like put it, I set it at like 50 pounds or something. If that machine wasn't bolted down, I would have thrown it across the room. Uh, (laughs) And so I started adding a little bit of weight to it. And then I got to a certain point and was, you know, where it was starting to get a little, you know, get some weight on it. And I just remember thinking, hmm, I probably ought to wait till tomorrow and see how I feel because I didn't want to push it to the point where I injured myself. And the next day right. I felt fine. So the next time I went to the gym, I added more, you know, I added a little more weight and then, you know, a little more reps. And the I haven't been into the gym for a couple of weeks now, but the last time I did that machine, uh, you know, I did the workup sets where I started about 130 and then I step it up, you know, like 40 pounds at a time or maybe even to the 30. Thirty or forty pounds at a time, and uh, my final three sets were, I, I did 25 reps. As soon as my heart rate came down, I did 30, and then when it came down again, I did 40 reps, at the max of the machine, which is 260 pounds. If and if it would have more weight, I would do more weight. And you know, there's the guys in the gym that are the gym rats that are you know just buff, and they there's in the two machines side by side, and I'll go through and it's like, hey, you know, I'll challenge them and you know if you're going to let an old man beat you and the uh <clears throat> and they look at me and they're going, "Yeah, no, I'm not going to do that." <laughs> but, uh, it, but would I, you know would I recommend anyone else do it? No, uh, you you've got to do what's right for you. The reason I do it is because with the uh, scoliosis, my spine isn't really supporting me and you know Scott talked about it uh, last week where you have to get your uh, your core strong and do what's called internal bracing. And uh, that's essentially what I've been doing. So that anytime I'm standing, it's like make a fist and you know try and flex your arm. My back is in tension the entire time I'm standing. So if I go for a walk around the block, the first lap, uh, my heart rate's normal. The second lap, my heart rate will get up into, uh, you
2: know,
1: it'll get up into the lower end, uh, you know, edge of uh, the red zone. And once it gets there. I can stand in one place. If we were just, had, you know, standing, having a conversation, my heart rate will stay at about 130 just talking to somebody. Wow. It's just because those muscles are in tension the whole time. So, I'm, you know, my back muscles are in dynamic resistance for however long I'm uh, standing and just walking around. So, you know, I, uh, I can be on my feet, you know, walking around like that. If On a long walk, my hips are what gets me. But if I go to a store or something where I'm stopping and doing things, <laughs> Excuse me. I can be out and about for hours at a time, but eventually I'm going to have to sit down and give my back a rest, but even during that, uh I'll have to stop occasionally and, you know, throw a, you know, a few diamond cutters fold forwards and whatnot just to get the muscles to stretch out again. Yeah. Small price That's to pay amazing. I'm mobile. Yeah. Yeah, so, but you know, but I don't have, you know, Muscle soreness and you know the ache like that from having your muscle that kind of muscle soreness that that's nothing. The 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 pain that you get from nerve pain or from the bones and whatnot, uh, that's gone completely. I don't have a, haven't had that for months. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah, that, no, it's more than amazing. It's a miracle.
2: Uh-huh.
1: Okay. That's,
2: but you know, there's it, it's you did that you know anybody somebody in the same situation with you that didn't have the drive and put in the work to do that it wouldn't have it wouldn't have magically you know uh, fixed them you know you you put in a lot of work there and you need to be commended for that kind of determination and
1: and hard work and
2: effort you put in there because there's a lot of people that are hurting that don't that that are told that they can help themselves and are told that they can do stuff to help themselves and whether they're so dejected they don't believe it or the pain is so excruciating they can't imagine themselves in that next, you know, level. You're somebody that they can look at and say, he just took one step. Like that's the first step is the most important step. And, and then after that, it's just white knuckling in it, you know, through some uncomfortable situations and just repetitive, you know, getting back there every day, even if you accomplish nothing uh, more than yesterday, just getting there in the, in the, in the schedule and just, over and over again repetitive just getting on the mat every single day and, and man you're an inspiration Absolutely. that's an
1: incredible incredible achievement and, and you, you know, need a lot of uh, and a lot of so, crazy so many that. people when they you know so many people when they first start you know they're asking where should i start at and you know that is such an individual thing because you got to find you know a lot of people will go well okay well you're in your mid-30s start off with beginner and it's like well hold on how beat up are you is you know if you're really beat up, start off in the in the rebuild series. There's nothing wrong yeah. with, you know, starting off in, in, in bed flex and start, you know, you know, the bed flex series you're doing a lot of cannonballs and you know, you're twi- doing side twists and the first time I did the twist where you you know, you flop your knees to the left or the right, uh the first time they went for that move, with the way my back is, I went, Ooh, I don't know if this is gonna be good and I was really tentative about it. Well, right now, that is one of my favorite things to do because it keeps my spine, you know, freed up and whatnot. Um, That and, you know, and just doing cannonballs, going into safety zone. I've been doing safety zone in, uh, you know, as part of my version of BedFlex 3 for, gosh, months and months and months. And uh, you just, you know, getting your back straightened out and doing all the stretching and whatnot and just, you know, build on it, you know, little by little. I mean, you know know uh, when it looks at what I've done, it it, 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 nothing happened quickly. It was, you know, you, you know, you, there's very few things where you could say from, you know, one day to the next, you saw any difference at all. Um, you know, it, the main thing is just, you know, every day you've got to be doing it and doing something. Uh, you know, I've had plenty of times where people are like, well, how do you stay motivated for this, that, and the other? Well, you know what? I've, I've had my times, so uh, or there were, you know, I, can't remember what month. It was probably in September or October where my weight plateaued. And I'm like, okay, I'm stepping on the scale and nothing's changing. I'm working and, I'm, you know, I've, I, my diet was still tight at the time. And, you know, of course, you get the same answers back from everybody because everyone's going to go, oh, you're building muscle and whatnot. But it's still frustrating when you can't, when you're, you're, you know, you aren't seeing the changes. And I wasn't seeing as much of the changes on the tape measure as I thought I would uh, would at that point. But I just kept working at it and just kept working at it. it you know, I was getting more flexibility. I was feeling way better. mean, uh, I got to the point where, you know, I still couldn't stand up and walk, but my pain was gone. And, you know, so I, that allowed me to, you know, to push harder when I went to the gym. And eventually, you know, I had, uh, it, was, it, it was either November or December uh, last year when they had a challenge to work out every single day, of the, you know, do a, do a workout every day. And by the end of the month, I was very happy to not do that. Um, I'm, I'm 59, and, you know, I have to have rest days. My body needs to recover. I, I can't push every single day. Pushing right. every single day is what I'm, put I'm, me I'm down that way in part. the first place. <laughs> yeah, well, pushing hard. No. Uh, you know, I did that for years where, you know, the thing is, you, you know, pain – will hit a certain level and it plateaus there granted it can be excruciating but once it hits that it's not going to get any worse so you, you, you can physically push through pain and but eventually when you have nerves that are being pinched you know you start walking and you're walking fairly decent and then you know within about 50 steps all of a sudden I'm walking like the rusty tin man but by the time I got to you know walked about 50 yards all of a sudden the nerve is being pinched off and all, and now my extremities are starting to fall asleep. And if you don't find some place to sit down and rest, you're going to fall because, you know, you're losing control of your body at that point. Uh, You know, I I mean, I just kept pushing and pushing, and that's part of what put me down where I was is, you know, just just, just keep pushing.
0: I think one of the things that I –
1: I'm sorry, go
2: ahead.
0: No, I was just saying to Gary, I think one of the things that I appreciate most about your story is that there is being labeled disabled never means
1: that you're unable. So well, if anybody asks me, I, I, I rarely tell people, I'm still considered disabled. Uh, I just tell people I'm retired. <laughs> yep. Well, believe it or not, uh, this last weekend, uh, I, this last weekend I went in and, had, uh, and uh, I you know, with my background in automotive, I applied for a part-time job at an auto zone. Uh, we'll see if they return my call. <laughs> I, I put in for it, but on paper I'm way overqualified for the job. <laughs> but,
0: you know, but that, I, I'm, keeps I'm you looking going for too. something
1: to do yeah i'm like I'm looking to get out and about and doing things and whatnot and you know i've i've you know i, I was a mechanic for years and then i went you know, you know moved to the front office and was a service writer then a service manager, and then I owned my own fleet shop uh so when you know to work a counter in a in a uh auto zone yeah I know how to use the catalogs and I understand parts you know. You know, they may look at that and go, Oh, you're overqualified. And it's like, No, I'm looking for a part time job just for, you know, make a couple extra bucks and have something to do rather than watching TV and working out.
0: Right. And I so think it's really important we're... for anybody listening to this story, Gary, is that regardless of, you know, wherever you may be now, what got you to where you are is your constant drive to show up. You've always shown up, no matter, you know, yeah, you have fell down, but you got back up. You, sh- you took the time and the effort to show up for everything, and
1: but
0: that you're bringing the down benefits for, from
1: that. I was down for a number of years uh, where, you know, I've been on disability since what's been almost eight years now. So there was yep. a period of time where I was, you know, stuck in a chair, and didn't know what to do to get out of it. So I, was, I mean I, I became furniture? And let me tell you, TV yep. ain't that interesting, yep. folks. No, <laughs> it's
0: not. You know, but, you know
1: once, well, you know, once I got people... out of that rehab facility, you know, and they had, and I saw some progress because I had, you know, like I said, everything had been—I get knocked down a little bit, and you know, I never have any bounce back from it. It's like every step I took backwards, I stayed there until I was—you know there wasn't much further to go down. And yeah. I was in the rehab hospital, and they got me up and walking with the walker, and I was making progress at that point, it was like I I saw a glimmer of light at the end of the tunnel, where there had been no light. And so I, you know, you you know, it's like being in a cave. How do you get out? It's just pitch black. Well, once I had that glimmer of uh, of light, of you know, you know of, of that hey, there is something that can be done. At least I had a direction, and I could start working toward it. And that's when I started with uh, DDPY. And I said, you know, just, you know, just keep moving toward it, you know, a little bit at a time every day. Yeah. And yeah, cause if uh, there's, there hasn't been great. any, you know, if there's never been a huge breakthrough where all of a sudden I could do something I couldn't do before, it's all been just, you know, a little bit at a time every day. And that's okay. Oh, I'm okay with it. I, 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 yeah. you look at where I started and where I am now, The to go from being, you know, pretty much bed bound and, you know, being able to get up and sit in a wheelchair and, you know, tootle around on a power wheelchair to, you know, now where I'm walking about with no assistance and I can hop on a bike and, you know, I went off to a Walmart and it was like a, you know, eight mile round trip and, you know, that was just a fun, you know, fun day out, you know to do that in, in 10 months has just been, you know, it's been amazing.
2: That's in so context, awesome. you know, everyone comes from different places. We've talked to different places too. And, and you know, so many people, you know, at times, and I, I've talked to a lot of people over the years that feel, they're too far broken to fix themselves. And I always say, I'm, I say, you know what, what is, uh, you know, what is, uh, you know, normal for, like, the athlete, you know, what is just a single step to, some, you know, you a, a quadriplegic, a single step means everything. Like, you know, we all come yep. from different places. Some people would give anything to be able to make a single step, and some people are at the place where they can run a marathon, and we all come in from different points. But I think, it's, you know, you may be stuck in your circumstances medically some people, but there's always something that we can do to better our situation in some way. It may not be perfect. It may not fit everything,
1: but small steps are everything. Absolutely. And, you know, the biggest yeah. battle is not physical. The biggest battle is mental. You, know, mental. you know, yep. You get, you've got to make the decision and, you know, stick with it. Uh, and, you know, I've had many people will come up and they'll look at you because know, they, once they've seen them, they're like, oh, my gosh, you've lost so much weight. Oh, my gosh, you're walking. How did you do this? And, you know, I'll I'll go through and, you know, it's like, well, let's see, eat right, consume less calories than you burn, exercise, and at that point they're all going, "Uh uh-huh, 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 because they've all heard that before. I said, you know, know, at that point, you know, the the final ones, you know, know, would be get good rest and don't quit. Well, guess which one they go, oh, the don't quit's the one that gets them every time. Yep. I mean, people they, you are know, almost disappointed but, yeah, but people when you give like them to hear it. So, eat right and exercise is a big thing. That's you know just and and don't quit. People are almost disappointed when you when you give
2: them the answer, which is so basic and so simple. We've all heard it a million times. Like they were looking for the secret code, the secret handshake to let them in a club where you lose weight and everything get feels better. But some people kind of get resentful. When how'd you do it? I ate well and I exercised because they 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 well, want that 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 magic answer. But it is it, it. There's no simple way to do things. It's just it's all uncomfortable. It's all a, a growing process. It's, but it's, the most important part. is in the work. Doable. Yeah. it's all yeah, You can't work. be allergic. You can't be
0: allergic to sweat. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's just you know just you just gotta do it. And the, the, uh, the biggest, you know, challenge is, you know, between your ears. You've got to just, you know you know you, you you can't allow yourself to not do it. But I've had I mean, I I have not been perfect at any of this. I don't think anybody ever has. Uh now, I've had, you know, times where you'll go through and you go, Okay, uh I'm out and about uh you know, I'm gonna stop off at uh Chipotle Chipotle's and have uh, a burrito. And okay, it's got rice and it's got beans and and whatnot. Well, I'm here to tell you if I did that once or twice a week and ate perfectly clean the rest of the time, I will gain two or three pounds that week. And then I'll go, you know, the following week, you eat clean for the entire week and you lose that two pounds back and you go, oh, I can can stop and get one burrito. And, you know, you can end up gaining and losing the same two or three pounds over and over again and not understanding why. In my case, I have to, you know, you know, I, you know, it's finding the balance between how much carbs I can have. Um, I feel you, know, you know I, I've never done the a, a true version of the uh, phase one, two, and three. I think when I first started off, I was closer to a phase two. And then, you know, uh, at, at this point, it's closer to a, a combination. I would call it either dirty keto or, or carb cycling on my, you know, uh, my rest days. I will eat, you know, pretty much like keto. It's going to be uh, you know, uh chicken breast and veggies. On the days where I work out and, you know, I'm working out hard, I will add either rice or potatoes or something like that uh, like that into the equation. But I and I'm still working on finding the right balance on the amount of carbs to do that so that I continue to lose weight. But if I get too much carbs, then I, you know, kills my losses for the week. And, you know, yeah, uh, the, the amount of calories, I'm, you know, that I eat is probably less than, you know, you know, if you look at the scales they say, well, your height, your weight, your target, you know, for what you're looking at, you should be doing this. You uh, yeah, I end up having to actually eat less than that to, to be able to do anything. And then I have a Fitbit that goes through and calculates stuff and tells you that, oh, you burned 5,000 calories today. Or, okay, well, then how come if I eat more than, you know, 2,300 calories, I gain weight? You know, but it's not just the calories. It's if I eat, you know, too much carbs in that mix, I've got to keep a higher uh, ratio of protein and fat with the right. carbs and whatnot. And if I don't, uh, if I get too much carbs in there, even if I'm on my, uh, my numbers as far as calories, I still, I'll, I'll gain weight. You know, and that, that takes a while to figure out. Uh, it, it took me a long time to realize, you know, how, what was happening and why it's happening and them. Num- I'm still trying to find you know the the balance in there to make it happen, but I, I'm I think I'm pretty close right now.
0: Yeah, and you know over the years of me being here, that's the one thing that everybody always says. It's not the exercise that's the hardest. It's
1: it's the eating. I wouldn't even say it's hard. You know, even, uh, well, in mine being in you know in a coma for a week. Uh, I shook my caffeine addiction. I, you you know, a year and more, you know, whatever beyond that. I was one of those people that drank probably three liters of uh, Dr. Pepper a day. Uh, Wow. And, you know, yeah, I was one of them. I I drank my calories. And uh, after being in the hospital, you know, I didn't have the caffeine headaches. And being in the rehab hospital for the next three weeks, they weren't giving me any sugar. And so by the time I got out of the rehab hospital, I was one month caffeine and sugar free. So I pretty much had had it out of my system. So when I came home, just made sure there was none of that stuff in the house. And right. I'm still, you know, and then one of the craziest things that, you know, never would have occurred to me, you know, I was, I can't remember how many months I was in about four months and, you know, I thought I was doing pretty good. So it's like, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm going to go to a movie. And so it's like, okay splurge. I'm going to have, you know, popcorn in the drink. And I was fine at the movie. The next day I was in so much pain and I told what was it? Was it, you know, the salt or what? So the next time, I you mean, know, like a month later, I went to a movie again and I'm going, okay, I'm not going to have that popcorn. So I just had a soda. <laughs> next day I was in pain. Okay. this yep. is delivered. Sugar equals pain for me. I can't have sugar anymore. Um, and to kind of back up a moment, uh, when I go in, went to my doctor, I used to have. I, I was on blood pressure meds, I was on cholesterol meds, I was considered pre-diabetic, and they had me on metformin. I'm off of all of those now, and I wow. I, uh, I took a, a picture of my uh, blood pressure machine. I went the, the ride that I took off to uh, uh, Walmart. I went for an eight-mile ride, and when I got home. Uh, I sat down and took my blood pressure, and my heart rate was still at you know uh, at about i think seventy five beats a minute so i you know hadn't been resting very long, and my blood pressure was like one ten over sixty or something ridiculous <laughs> so it, it it's dropped considerably and yeah since wow. july my resting heart rate has gone from about you know, it was about seventy four down to uh fifty three so that wow. a huge well,
2: difference. Those numbers are, are, are huge, and that's where, you know, so much of the uh, the provers and the putting lines of those blood work and those numbers and stuff. But
1: we are, and that's uh, all right. We only it.
2: have a few more minutes to, to, to wrap up here before they kick us off. And I want to ask you something. I've asked this a few people um, who have serious health problems that have come on the show, and sometimes it's uncomfortable to kind of, you know, face an alternative reality. But in, an, in another dimension, in another reality, in another world, where you don't decide to make that change uh, in, in right now, uh, in that same time span, a year later, where do you think you'd be right now? Would you still be in the recliner? Would you, you know, uh, when you think about that? Is that a motivator for you? With what could have been, uh, if with I all of the things that I have going right
1: on, yeah. If if I didn't make any changes, at best, I would still be in the in that uh, the recliner and in the wheelchair. But you know, I essentially almost came off of my deathbed you know when you know, when I went in the hospital. I was in really bad shape uh when I went into the hospital, you know my blood pressure had dropped down to sixty five over forty, and if you get much lower than that, you're not breathing <laughs> but um yeah, so you know I, if I didn't make any changes at best, I would still be you know sitting in a recline- you know sitting in the in the recliner watching t v and at worst, I wouldn't be here now because, I mean, I was not on a good you know, on, a, on a good road of, uh, for anything. Wow. And Changes that, had to be made. that's not a hell of a
2: motivator. I don't know what else right? we are We're glad you stuck around, man. We're glad you put in yeah, that effort well, every day, and I've, it's inspirational to so many people.
1: Are, I've got daughters that are in their mid-20s, and not, you know, I figure one day I'm going to get a call that says, Hey, Dad, I'm getting married, and I... My one of my biggest goals was be, to be able to walk my daughters down the aisle and to be able to stand through a reception and I can do that now, so if I get you know I haven't gotten the call yet, but if I do, I'm ready.
2: Well it's going to happen Amazing. and uh, and I can't wait to see the the pictures and the video and all that fun stuff because uh you to have a couple of proud daughters uh with the, with their with their with their old man walking down the aisle so congratulations man. that's that's a huge huge accomplishment. And uh, we appreciate you coming on, and we'd love to have you back on to kind of, you know, talk some more and keep us updated on how your story is. So we'll, uh, we'll definitely yeah, be, uh, yeah. touch the
1: basement future at some point. Oh, no problem. Uh, Crystal can keep touch, you know, you know, keep tabs on me in, yeah, uh, sure. in the uh, DDI yeah. group. Yeah, uh, This, this has been a pleasure. This is fun. I, I love doing this.
0: <laughs> it's well, great having well, you. We
2: appreciate it, man and uh and, and just keep up the hard work and, and uh, we'll, we'll we'll definitely keep in touch and uh, crystal i know uh, you've had an exhausting week today so i got to help yep. in front of me we got to we're going to be off next week and uh, i think you could probably pull this all together quite nicely and, and fire us off into the upcoming week with an inspirational quote that you may have in store for us Okay, it's a bit of
0: a long one, but it's a good one. It's not super long, but um, I think it really applies. It is by someone named Casey Rose, and the quote is, someone who drowns in seven feet of water is just as dead as someone who drowns in 20 feet of water. Stop comparing your traumas. Stop belittling yours or anyone else's trauma because it wasn't as bad as someone else's. This isn't a competition, folks. We all deserve support and recovery. We're in this together.
2: Wow. Well that was topical. That was that was here here. I was sorry. We were just talking about that. You pulled that all together quite nicely and and it's so profound, you know. Where it's not Thank a competition you. and and we can all lift each other up and pull each other out and and uh, push each other to bigger and better and greater heights and uh, bigger and better and greater goals. And let's all get there together, part of a big team, part of a big universe, Team GDP Yoga, Team GDPY. Um, and uh, there's a lot of people out there who are on your side and you know, going through something similar and, and just willing to kind of pull you up with us. So uh, we appreciate you listening. We appreciate Gary, for coming on with us. And uh, we'll be off next
1: week. Honor and a pleasure.
2: We'll be back.
1: DDPRadio.com,
2: DDPY.com, the 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 DDPY workshops, all available at DDPY.com. And uh, we will see you guys soon. Thank you guys for listening. It's been a hell of a show. A lot of fun. And uh, until next week, you may not fix everything in a week, but you can do something to do yourself better. So uh, own your life and uh, own your week and do something to be better this week. And we'll see you guys next week. Thank you guys so much. Peace. Checked it today, man. That was a great workout, man. The power bomb set up by Page. Oh! oh. diamond cutter! I don't believe it! Wow. Diamond cutter out of the power bomb! We're
0: going home. You've been listening to DDP Radio. Tune in again next week for another edition of DDP Radio with more great guests, inspiration, and news from Diamond Dallas Page and Team DDP Yoga. Keep up all the great work, and most importantly, own your
2: Life. This has been a presentation of DDP Yoga and Blog Talk Radio.
0: Lucky Land Casino, asking
1: people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky?
0: Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office.